Welcome to the Equine Connection Podcast, where health, nutrition, and love for the horse come together. This podcast is brought to you by Tribute Superior Equine Nutrition. I'm Dr. Chris Mortensen. And I'm Dr. Nicole Rambo. Hey, Nicole. How are you? I'm doing well, Chris. How about yourself? Always. We're always good. We're always good. We're giddy. Always excited to talk about horses. Uh, you know, thinking about the last podcast we did, and we were we were talking about a lot of dynamic changes going on in the fall. Also going into fall winter, there's so much going on. So today we're really going to focus on our senior horses. I I guess just to start this off, generally, what are our horses going to experience as that weather starts to get cold? Golden oldies are my favorite. There's nothing better <laughs> to me than a well-loved senior. But, you know, they do take a little extra management, um, particularly during the cold months, because what you'll often find as horses get older when they experience stress, and that stress could be anything, but in this case, this would be environmental stress, they tend to be hit a little harder by it, so they can go downhill more quickly. So that's really why we're focusing very specifically on those old guys, because they they do need a little bit extra care and management just to make sure they're happy, healthy, comfortable through the winter. So, I mean, the main thing that we're talking about is if you live somewhere that gets cold in the winter, maybe you don't, and you're very lucky, but if you live somewhere that gets cold in the winter... Horses are pretty well adapted, actually, to cold stress. They do better than they do with heat stress. But um, your average healthy horse, once it gets below a certain temperature, it's our lower critical temperature, they're going to have to expend more energy to keep themselves warm. And you can very rapidly see how if we aren't kind of managing things as a whole, how that increase in energy can really drain body condition from that senior horse pretty quickly. So if we're talking about a horse with a nice fuzzy coat who is otherwise pretty healthy, you know, down to about 20 degrees Fahrenheit, they do a pretty good job if they have a windbreak and if they stay dry. However, if they're maybe don't have that nice fuzzy coat, they're not as healthy where they need additional help to maintain their body temperature rises. And then, you know, what's really amazing is if you get a horse wet, that lower critical temperature is 59 degrees Fahrenheit. So it doesn't take much in that kind of cold, wet weather for a horse to have to expend additional calories to just keep themselves warm, essentially to maintain thermoregulation. Right. It, it, it is that moisture that just, oh, it just, it just saps the energy out of all of us, even us, you know, when, when that happens to us. So how could that affect their nutrient requirement changes? Because, wow, that's a tough one because I'm thinking, you know, going into winter with these senior horses, again, that weather, and, and again, a lot's going to depend on where you live, but it can change from day to day. You know, in Florida, one day it's 80, the next day it's 20, and you're like, what happened? But then we're back to 75, 80 in a few days. It is the weirdest thing ever. So how do you anticipate some of those nutrient requirement changes, or, or how might they change? Yeah, so I mean, those nutrient requirement changes, when it gets cold, particularly when it gets very cold, can increase dramatically. It wouldn't be unusual for a horse to expend 30% greater energy when it's really cold just to maintain thermoregulation. 
Now, you bring up a good point that some parts of the country experience ups and downs. I would say a lot of times those ups and downs, especially for your senior, are a little bit harder on them than if you live in a place where it just gets cold and stays cold. They really adapt to that pretty well. So I don't want to say, you know, make a blanket recommendation that when it gets cold, feed your horse X percent more because my favorite thing, it's dynamic. It does vary. Mm -hmm. But... You know, with the seniors especially, when we have that cold weather, I just want to be more mindful of checking body condition, staying on top of it. When we have those super cold, cold nights, say we're middle of winter, it's, you know, below 10 degrees Fahrenheit, plus you add, add wind chill. Those are some times that we might actually want to feed additional calories through the form of forage that day. But in general, looking at your bigger picture, program, you may find that as temperatures get colder, you need to bump up their program in general just to maintain a little bit more energy density in their diet. And just being mindful that these horses experience that change really quickly. So we want to be pulling off blankets, monitoring body condition, because you can find that it'll surprise you if maybe we don't take that blanket off quite as often as we should. We pull it off an oldie and all of a sudden they've dropped 100 pounds and you don't even know that it happened. The other stressor that these old horses tend to experience is that a lot of times they'll move around less when it's really cold. Part of that, I mean, is an evolutionary based uh, behavior. They're conserving energy, so they move around less because they need that energy for thermoregulation. But one of the challenges is if they have a little bit of arthritis, some old injuries, some things like that, that might make them a little less comfortable, you can really see that come out during those cold weather months because they are moving less. So sometimes there's also a pain component. And I definitely don't want anyone to underestimate how some of that low level chronic pain can really impact the horse. And a lot of times it can make it much more difficult for them to maintain weight might increase their ulcer risk. So there's a lot of different things that are going on beyond just the fact that, hey, it's a little bit colder. I should throw some extra hay. No, that is that is a great point. I didn't even think about the pain aspect or the arthritis aspect of that. Wow. Yeah, that's a great point. So I guess what are, my question is, why is it harder for these senior horses during winter? You know, why is it harder for them to keep weight? You know, What's going on physiologically that a senior horse is having more trouble than a younger or mid-aged horse? That's a good question. I mean, a couple different things. Thinking just from like a nutritional physiology standpoint, as they get older, their teeth wear down. So a lot of times you're going to have a horse who's still able to chew hay. They're not quitting or anything like that, but they're also not getting quite the same degree of mechanical breakdown of their forage that a younger horse with younger teeth would be able to do. And what that mechanical breakdown of forage is really doing is it's giving lots of surface area to allow for more digestion to occur as it moves through our GI tract. So the more mechanical breakdown you have, basically the more opportunity the body has to break down those nutrients in the area of the digestive tract that they need to be broken down and absorbed from. That's going to allow the younger horse, for example, to extract more out of their hay than an older horse who maybe has some smoother teeth eating the exact same quantity of hay. 
The other interesting thing, as a horse gets older, those digestive enzymes that are breaking down your feed into the tiny, tiny nutrients that the horse actually absorbs, those are starting to be secreted in lower and lower quantities. So the actual process of digestion is just less efficient in our oldies. So they're extracting less again from their feed. So you kind of have these multiple different factors that are all working together to say, you might have two horses that are the same breed, the same size, the same gender, the same workload, everything the same. But because that older one has those physiological changes that come with aging, it's not going to be as efficient. So it's going to require greater feed than the younger version of it would if we called everything equal. So that's part of why you see some of those changes. I also just think in general, as horses get older, you know, it can be a little bit more challenging. They might not grow as heavy of a hair coat. Um, They might move around less so they're less comfortable. Kind of all those other outside of nutrition factors play into it as well. Well, then that leads me to to my next question would be, and again, this is going to be very general and for your specific horse, it's, it's a quick plug. If you have any questions for your specific senior horse, please do not hesitate to reach out to the tribute team. The link's always in the show notes, free advice uh, and free guidance. But what would be a, a, a good general nutrition plan for a senior horse heading into winter or in winter? Sorry. Yeah. So your caveat is exactly perfect because I will tell you there. There's no one age a horse becomes old. So some of you might be listening to this thinking my 18-year-old is a senior. Others are going to be like, well, and, you know, 18-year-old horse was at the Olympics. That's not a senior. The, <laughs> no, the, no. the physiological changes, they occur at different times for different horses. So horses are old at different ages. You know, you also have horses. I have one. I think he's 25. I mean, he might be older than that. I don't, you know, fully know his past. He's still maintaining really well on a ration balancer. So just because they are a little bit older doesn't mean that we're automatically moving into those senior type feeds. But broadly, if we're talking about a horse who's not maintaining its body condition very well, we're going to look for products that some of them will have senior in the name. Sometimes they won't but they're going to be high in digestible fiber. So those high quality fiber sources, think beet pulp, dehydrated alfalfa, soy hulls. Those are all really good sources of fiber that help support the hindgut of the older horse. So it's maybe not doing as great a job breaking down its hay, but if we give good digestible fiber, keeps that hindgut healthy. And then depending on the level of calories that horse needs, we're going to look at different varying levels of added fat. So, you know, a super easy keeping senior, some nice soft hay and a ration balancer, that may do the job. If they're not maintaining their weight on that, maybe I'd think about Calm and Easy. It doesn't have senior in the name, but it's 20% crude fiber. So senior feeds are anything 15% and above, and it's 8% fat. You know, that's a nice moderate calorie feed that can do a great job maintaining weight in the winter. So maybe your horses, you know, those old horses, they tend to do better maintaining their weight on grass. A couple of reasons. It's softer. They eat more. It's really readily digestible because it is high in water content and it's generally immature, 
Whereas your hays can get stemmier and just harder for them to break down in general. So you may have a senior who does great in the summer on a ration balancer and pasture. And then in the winter, we think about a product like Calm and Easy plus some soft hay. If that's not doing the job, maybe I think about senior sport that bumps up your fat level. And then at some point, those older horses, maybe they get to the point where they're quitting their hay and, you know, they're just not able to really break down hay anymore because of their teeth, even if they can do okay on grass then we're looking at total forage replacements like a product like seniority. So it it really varies, but I would say the foundation of your senior horse's diet is forage. And that's really working with, you know, the process of keeping them warm because there's heat of fermentation going on in the hindgut. But we think about, are we getting enough fiber into them? Are they chewing it well? How's the quality of our hay? And then a little bit of added fat to help maintain weight can really help balance that out. That's great, solid advice. I would always add to don't forget water. Horses always need water. You know, in the winter, you think, oh, they don't need as much in the summer. In some instances, they may need just the same amount or maybe even more because you are feeding so much forage. Would you offer any other management tips just to kind of help senior horses to get through the winter? Sure. One thing, I guess, to go back to your point on water, which is always a good one. Uh, snow alone is not going to provide enough water for the horse. And it's actually very energetically inefficient for them to do that. And to your point, um, there's actually some interesting research about like the temperatures that horses like water at. So thinking about some of those things to keep these horses drinking. And the reason they need more water when they're on hay is because it's lower dry matter. So like we talked about, grass is really high in moisture. So they're getting some of their water needs from that. So very good point to bring up. You know, in terms of other management tips, Finding a situation, a barn, adjusting your own management techniques, whatever you need to do for those older horses, you know, it it can become difficult where if we're not kind of providing that additional help with a thermoregulation through something like blanketing, that it becomes very expensive to feed them because you can't put enough feed in front of them for them to maintain their weight. So sometimes they need help that way. Certainly just having good shelter so they need a windbreak, they need to be able to stay dry. That's important for any horse in the winter, but especially so for our senior horses. And then, you know, it's never a bad idea to just think about, you know, a fall wellness check. So fall is a great time of year to be testing for Cushing's. So, you know, that is something we have a previous podcast on that you can kind of bounce back to to learn more about. But this is a great time of year to pick up early Cushing's and then just general wellness. You know, you certainly want to address any, you know, minor issues that horse is having before that environmental stress really makes it more difficult for them because all of those things add up. They do. They do. You know, and as we get older, we start to feel it too. <laughs> so that cold I'm weather. I'm feeling it today, going, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, get ready for the snow. Well, we'll leave it at that. You know, you know, thank you for listening out there. And thank you for those that have given us uh, five-star reviews on iTunes. If you haven't yet, if you don't mind just going on there really quick, uh, clicking five-star, give a little bit of feedback. We really appreciate it helps us get in more circulation, you know, and, and, and Nicole and I just, you know, we, we want healthy, happy horses and happy owners, you know, especially in the pocketbook. That's always a big thing, but <laughs> thank you so much for listening. It is, it is. 
But thank you so much for listening. And Nicole, thank you so much. Stay warm. Ah, thanks, Chris. You too.